Special report. Monkeypox is exploding, particularly here in the United States. Jess actually has a case of a patient who has the disorder, who's going to tell us how it erupted, how it changed. It is incredibly important. Here we go, Jess Mason. So this is a case of a 28-year-old male. He has a history of HIV, but he's taking his antiretrovirals daily. And so functionally, he's immune competent. And he's coming in with a known diagnosis of monkeypox, which was diagnosed at the health department just a few days ago. He's here in the emergency department because he has some painful lesions that are bothering him, and he was mainly seeking counseling about that, felt that he didn't get good advice or know exactly what to do about it. So rather than me tell you about what the patient said, let's just hear it from the patient himself. What's been happening to you the last few days? What symptoms did you have? Tell me your story. Uh, The symptoms that I did have, I have night sweats, I have body aches. Uh, The first day... On a Sunday, I actually slept all day, and I was I had a very bad body ache, and I didn't notice. Well, I noticed I had bumps on my groin area, pubic area, and on my stomach. What happened first? What's the sequence? Was it the skin bumps, or was it the the body aches and night sweats, or was that all at once? The bumps was there first. They looked like just little small pimples, maybe, and. Like I said, I shaved my pubic hair, so you you would think, oh, it's just a you know hair bump or something mm-hmm. like that. And then how long after you saw the bumps appear before you got the night sweats and the body aches? Uh, I would say three days after the bumps, uh, I got body sweats and I start having flu-like symptoms. Mm-hmm. Okay. What other symptoms did you get? I had a fever. Uh, I did have a body aches and I had night sweats. Okay. How long did that fever last? The fever lasted me about at least four days, but the body aches and the night sweats I continue to have. What are you taking for your symptoms? I'm taking uh, ibuprofen and uh, Tylenol, 500 milligrams. Is that helping you at all? Uh, Somewhat. Uh, The PMs have been helping me a lot. I just go straight to sleep. Okay. And then can you think of any other symptoms like Abdominal pain, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea. Actually, uh, diarrhea, uh, you might have pain. Uh, I've been having, I just have started having pain in my uh, anus area, and I think it might be some bumps there. I'm just, I just haven't looked. Okay, I can take a look. That's probably true. What about any symptoms in your chest, like pain or difficulty breathing? Uh, I do have difficulty breathing, and you will be very exhausted. One more question for you. The skin bumps, did you find that they all kind of started at the same time? Or it sounds like more what you're describing, that some popped up in one area and then a few days later you got some in a different area and it's sort of spreading throughout your body at different times. Is that right? Yes. So they do will pop up differently. At first I had the bumps on my, uh, by my pubic area and then I had started getting bumps on my stomach like maybe like two days after. Mm-hmm. And the bumps on my stomach came maybe the first of August. Okay, so that was a few days later. Mm-hmm. And then what about the ones that you have on your arm? The ones on my arm just started maybe three, four days ago. I just been scratching them so they look kind of scabbed. Okay, so you're about nine days into this right now. Is that right? Yes. Okay, and you're still getting some new lesions even nine days in, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Thanks so much for doing this. I appreciate you. This patient looks very well. 
He appears comfortable, but he does have those classic-looking scattered lesions that are pox-like on his abdomen, his suprapubic region, and some on his forearm. They look like those classic pox lesions, sort of like pustules with the indent in the middle. You can take a look at some of the pictures that we've posted as well. His vital signs are completely normal. Now, even though he looked really well, I decided, hey, I'm going to give ID a ring. Just ask him a couple questions. My first question was, is there anything else I can do for this guy to make him more comfortable other than ibuprofen and acetaminophen? And the answer was basically, no, that's kind of the extent of it. There's nothing more specific, nothing topical. So ibuprofen and acetaminophen it is. The patient had been using some topical steroid and I asked him to stop using that. My other question for ID was about whether or not there's any utility for the vaccine for this patient, even though he's nine days in and they agreed no role for him, but perhaps there is a role for any close contacts or sexual partners that he has been with. And so they should go to public health and ask about the vaccine. So let me jump in here and say that's very important. If you get the vaccine four days after an exposure, you can completely eradicate the disease before you even get it. And within about 14 days, you can have an attenuated version. There's two types of the vaccine. You'll have to ask your public health which one they have. One is a smallpox specific and one is more monkeypox specific, but they are in short supply right now in most places. Now, we don't even technically have the vaccine in-house yet, but we are due to receive it in a couple of days. And finally, any role for antivirals? I suspected no, since he looks so well and was functionally immune competent. And they agreed, but they said, here would be the things to look out for, things that you might want to admit someone for and start the antivirals. Someone who appears systemically unwell. Yep, got that. Don't need to teach me that one. Maybe someone who has intraoral lesions, because those could be really painful and it could be hard to take in fluids. Painful perianal lesions might be another reason just because of the amount of pain and possibly admitting them for pain control. And then it can spread to the eyes. You can get ocular lesions. So if the patient has eye pain, you're going to want to do a stain and consult ophthalmology, consider admitting them for antivirals as well. And what are these antivirals? Well, you're going to have to check in your country because it's different in different countries. But here in the US, according to the CDC, there's toxoviramat or TPOXX is another term for it. And this is approved as an antiviral for monkeypox infections, but it is not clear exactly how effective it is in humans. There's varicella immune globulin, same thing. Maybe it works. We're not exactly sure how much benefit. There is sidofovir, which is for CMV, which might have some activity. Again, we're not exactly sure how much. And another antiviral, brinsinfovir, brinsinfovir or CMX001, under an emergency use authorization might be useful in humans, adults, and in pediatrics. But go to the CD website, but more importantly, you're going to need to get an expert on the phone if there's a reason to use these, because the person is very young, very old, very immune suppressed, and you're going to need some help. And they're, as I say, different in different countries. Well, I hope it's been helpful hearing from this very kind patient. Perhaps it substitutes for some experiential learning for our listeners who maybe haven't seen monkeypox yet. I think you probably will soon. Check the show notes for some links, but also check the show notes for some pictures from this patient and from some other monkeypox patients we've had sent into us in the last few weeks. <laughs>